FM104 is switched on and I'm joined by fashion writer Sarah Malacco. Hello. Hello. How are we doing this evening? Very good. Now, I think I'm one of many people who are kind of currently in this situation where you're kind of trying to do maybe a clear out or kind of looking at your wardrobe and kind of seeing how you can use what's in it as well. What is our best way to start with something like that? So yeah, wardrobe clearouts are really kind of a popular activity to be doing at this time of year. I think especially when people are trying to stay in and also want to do the whole spring cleaning vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important to do a clear out really consciously. Um, and also like I'm very thrifty and I would always like to make a bit of money back from the things that I already have. So um, I definitely recommend reselling and donating, keeping clothes in a kind of circular economy rather than a linear one. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, the basic steps are to get everything out of your wardrobe, take literally all the clothes out, make separate piles. The five I like to make are keep. Then another one would be, I guess, actioning. So things that need a little bit of assistance to potentially remain in your wardrobes, whether that's getting something resized um, or repaired or something that you've been like, I need to bring that to the dry cleaners since you wore to a wedding five years ago and Mm -hmm. it still hasn't gone there, but you want to keep it Um, Then donate or sell. And then seasonal stuff will be a different pile. So um, maybe you might, it's kind of an awkward time now because it's still a bit cold, but summer is only a few months away. Um, but if you were maybe doing that at a different time of year, you might put away certain items for later. And then there's always going to be a, I don't know, and I'm panicking about contemplating a pile. So we leave that pile to the end. Um, I quite love the actioning pile, to be honest, because I think we all have those. Yeah, definitely. Like there, it's just one of those kind of personal admin tasks mm-hmm. that because it's usually not work related or immediate, we don't kind of give it a priority on our list or, you know, who can be arts doing these things sometimes. Well, I'd this is it. rather be watching The Real Housewives. <laughs> but you can do that and sew something. Or a lot of people feel they don't have the skills as well to do some of the repair techniques. But there's loads of tutorials online, even like step-by-step little graphics on places like Pinterest or really short, snappy YouTube videos that are really handy for doing things like learning how to you know shorten a pant leg or take something in or repair a zip and these are all things people can do themselves or you can take them somewhere like um, a dressmakers or an actual repair shop and just hand them all in and be like see in a few days lads and then you don't have to think about it and gets done for you yeah we really have no excuse anymore to be honest Yeah. And it's also just, I think, as people are considering more the value of keeping things in their wardrobe, keeping Mm -hmm. things in their rotation for longer and really wanting to like express themselves through a wardrobe of hard wearing pieces that do a lot for you. There's always going to be, you know, little amendments that might need to be made. You know, our bodies change all the time. So whether things need to be let out or taken in or just repaired or a strap replaced here or there, it's so worth it when you have items that are of good quality rather than, you know, going out and purchasing a new one to get them fixed or amended. Or, you know, if you're bored of a dress that's long, get it taken up short or turn it into a skirt or that kind of thing. And it's really, I always find it really interesting to see what people can make in terms of new items out of things that they might have had around for a very long time and then realizing that wow like the amendment of that 
I don't know, long sleeve into a crop top or um, dress into a skirt has breathed a whole new life into my wardrobe and now I have way more outfit options and like it's cool to see people get excited about an older item again when it's styled in a new way or amended to be in a new way yeah and people get really creative I love that yeah definitely and I think as well you know social media places like TikTok there's massive sewing communities and styling communities on there so it's very easy to get inspiration these days or you know from old-fashioned magazines or um, old-fashioned books like it's it's interesting to see the kind of influences that people pull from Um, but social media is such a good place to find that and even if you don't have access to I guess the physical um styling inspirations like those fashion books or older magazines there's people showing them off on social media so um you're getting kind of a secondhand access to um just really cool kind of archives to look at and be inspired by now for the clothes that we either want to get rid of or recycle where's the best place to look for options for that so for reselling, um, the two that I personally have found the best uh, would be Depop and then Vestiaire Collective. So Vestiaire would be, they're both, these are both online um, resources that have apps. And well, Depop is just an app. Vestiaire has a website and an app. Mm-hmm. But Vestiaire is for more sort of high end or premium brand clothing. So that could be anything from like Calvin Klein all the way up to Chanel. And then Depop is for anything Um, Like I see people reselling clothes from even Shein and places like that on there for really affordable prices. Like if people don't want to, you know, wait the long time for the kind of international fast fashion um, shipping, they might choose something like Depop instead. And it's very, very affordable on there even more so. Um, And it's really good to give those items a second chance Mm -hmm. when um, we don't necessarily know if certain brands are like living up to the ethical standards that we might like them to um so it's better to buy those secondhand if you were going to purchase them rather than directly from them um but depop could also has you know high-end pieces i also find a lot of vintage resellers um focus their energy on depop as well so if you have things in your wardrobe from you know very affordable fast fashion options all the way up to vintage or designer like Depop is a great place and the interface is very like Instagram you kind of can follow people and scroll through their things and it's very easy to list items it's just like posting an Instagram picture except you add you know a price and sizing as well as a caption (laughs) Um, so they're really convenient Um, and you can set your settings to just ship to or just post to other people in Ireland okay to avoid, you know, the annoyance or expense of in- internationally posting things and you can set postage prices as well. So that's all kind of taken care of in the app. And yeah, it's very handy. You just need to list a few items, see if you sell anything and then pop down to the post office and then your items are off to a new home. So it's really cool as well to think about them getting a new life if you are no longer going to get use out of them. Absolutely. And we all have clothes that we've kind of maybe worn once or twice and then they're either not for you or like that. You're just kind of, you want to wear the other clothes that you have in your wardrobe. Is there any particular tips that you'd give to people who want to get started on apps like this? 
Um, I would say, you know, clear, bright images are always going to attract buyers. Um, images where you yourself or, you know, I sometimes get my sister to try stuff on and I take pictures of her wearing the clothes if they're, you know, too small for me now or whatever. Um, but pictures of the clothes on someone, they tend to sell much faster in my experience. And I've sold hundreds of things on Depop at this stage um, than items that aren't shown on someone. And just giving, you know, really good detailed descriptions. And a lot of people as well, you know, if an, if an item is slightly damaged, if you cite that and reduce the cost accordingly, a lot of people are on there looking for items for maybe they're like they could be a fashion student and they're looking for sustainable materials for their um you know college collections and they're happy to purchase um slightly damaged goods because they might use them in a new way or other people who are skilled at sewing and repairing and things are also happy to purchase um slightly damaged goods now obviously nothing major um but yeah i mean the average person wears about 20% of their wardrobe 80% of the time. So if you have things that you're not wearing, I definitely recommend seeing if there's someone else out there who wants to kind of give them a new life. And then for the clothes that aren't really for anybody, they've kind of lived their life and they're gone. Like, is there good ways to recycle them or get rid of them correctly? Um, yes. So there's textile recycling um I guess you call them textile recycling bins that are all around Ireland. Um, you can find them kind of at recycling posts and, you know, they're the like clothes pod ones. You can find them dotted around the place. Um, so that's would be for items that need to be recycled. And then the kind of mid tier of clothes, like if there's, things that you maybe don't want to sell or if you can't be arsed with the whole selling process and you just want to you know give your clothes um then charity shops are of course a good option just need to always make sure clothing that's being donated to charity shops is not damaged in any way that it's clean and like clearly resellable and just you know in good good nick um so yeah, those are good options as well. Yeah, lots of lots of tips and ideas for people. Sarah Malocco, fashion writer, thank you very much for chatting to us. Thanks so much. No worries at all.